Scientists have been trying to find what causes 6-20% of the population to hate certain sounds, a condition known as misophonia. People with this condition often have a strong negative response to human sounds, with many of the trigger sounds originating from facial activity like chewing, crunching, and breathing, but also other sounds like joint cracking, nail clipping, and tapping. Research on this condition is still young, to the point that technically, misophonia cannot be diagnosed as it is still not listed in the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders DSM-5. But research is showing that misophonia is a very real mental disorder. There are now several brain scans studies reporting brain differences in people with misophonia. These brain regions are linked with emotion processing, reflex-like negative reactions, high interoception, and even brain regions that may make people with misophonia feel like they are losing control of their bodies. Misophonic people can lose their temper, feel anxious, irritated, or disgusted when hearing a triggering sound. This may actually occur because patients with misophonia have an enlarged right amygdala and a hyperactive anterior insular cortex. You may know the amygdala is the part of the brain involved in the fight-or-flight response. This response is what makes someone with misophonia leave the table because they cannot stand the sound of people eating or will yell to other family members to stop making that sound. But the amygdala, just like the anterior insular cortex, is also involved in emotion processing. And their stronger activation may be why misophonia causes strong negative emotional responses like anger and anxiety. So, yep. Overactive brain regions involved with emotion processing? Checked. When people with misophonia hear a triggering sound, their muscles will tense and they will cringe almost as if it was a reflex. So it happens that the left part of the amygdala has higher connectivity with the cerebellum. Remember that the amygdala processes how we feel about a certain sound. After figuring out what emotion we're supposed to feel, the amygdala will then send the information to the cerebellum, which is responsible for the coordination of our muscles and motor skills. And in this case, when the cerebellum receives information that a sound feels horrible, it makes us cringe and tense our muscles. So tell me, when listening to the small test we had at the beginning of the video, did you flinch? Let me know in the comments if you actually did. Do you often feel or pay attention to your body organs? Interoception is the perception of sensations inside our body and people with misophonia report greater awareness of how their body feels. For example, they are more aware of their heartbeats, breathing, or the rumbling of an empty stomach. This makes sense since the anterior insular cortex is the key part of the brain that connects the information of how our body feels with the external inputs that we are receiving. And as discussed earlier, this brain region has a strong activation in misophonic patients. The anterior insular cortex also helps us detect and focus on things our brain considers relevant and meaningful. And for some reason, the brain figured that your brother chewing with his mouth open is something worth focusing on. Imagine having an intense focus on something we don't like, and at the same time, we perceive how it makes us feel more intensely than it should. It's just a recipe for feeling uncomfortable. And that's exactly what the overactive anterior insular cortex seems to be doing. Suppose misophonia is affecting your daily life so much that you end up going to the doctor. 
in that case you'll probably see an audiologist. I mean, the condition literally means hatred of sound. And while the sounds might be the trigger, the auditory cortex is not hyperactivated. It looks normal. But in people with misophonia, the auditory cortex has a strong connection with the motor areas controlling the mouth, throat, and facial movements. This connection is pretty interesting. What seems to be happening in people with misophonia is that the triggering sounds activate brain regions mirroring the movements to make that sound. So for example, if we see someone throwing in a ball, our brain activates the motor neurons associated with making that same movement of throwing the ball. And this is normal, but in misophonic patients, when they hear a triggering sound like someone having a drink, they have a stronger activation in the brain regions mirroring the action of how the sound is generated. This hypermirroring might make us feel like we're losing control of our own bodies, or that our personal space is being invaded. <laughs> These findings are great, as new therapies for treating misophonia could be built. For example, one way of lessening negative feelings could be by mimicking the action, which we would feel as if we are regaining control of our bodies, and this seems to work with some patients. There are also psychotherapies and cognitive behavioral therapies showing short-term and long-term efficacy to alleviate the misophonia, so make sure to visit a therapist if misophonia is affecting your life. There are other functional and structural brain differences, and scientists will probably report even more, but for now I hope that I provided you with enough information to help you understand why people with misophonia have such a negative reaction towards certain sounds. If you learned from this video, consider subscribing and click the notification bell to get notified for more interesting videos. See you in the next video.